Hi, I'm Jim Clemmer, author, speaker, and workshop retreat leader. Firing on all cylinders, the service quality system for high-powered corporate performance. I wrote the book when I was a senior executive with the Achieve Group, a training and consulting firm that I co-founded. The book is based on extensive research and consulting work with hundreds of major organizations. A series of book excerpts aimed at helping you understand how top service quality performers understand their customers' expectation. Employee involvement, teams, and the new organization. It's a blinding flash of the obvious that obviously isn't so obvious or would be practiced more often. Delivering delightful service, being involved in the improvement process, and contributing to a team's effectiveness is a voluntary effort. No amount of prodding, pushing, or punishing will produce continuous improvement. Putting people together in groups and locking them away until they emerge with bright ideas for improvement may force some immediate change, but it will not establish the cooperation and teamwork needed to sustain continuous improvement. Voluntarism is especially important in improving customer service, particularly enhanced service that delights and astounds. Service quality is a reflection of the system more than the individual. The title of an article on customer service in the Wall Street Journal said it all. Poorly served employees serve customers just as poorly. In that article, Robert Kelly explains the phenomenon this way. Service providers treat customers similar to the way they, as employees, are treated by management. In many organizations, management treats employees as unvalued and unintelligent. The employees, in turn, convey the identical message to the customer. Tom Peters agrees wholeheartedly. He says, I can think of no company that has found a way to look after external customers while abusing internal customers. The process of meeting customer needs begins internally. It really just is common sense. Beat up your people and they'll beat up your customers. Research provides documented evidence of this phenomenon. Benjamin Snyder, a management professor from the University of Maryland, found that when employees feel well-treated, when they have the right tools available to do the job, and when they have management's strong support for delivering high service, customers see higher levels of service being delivered. The internal or external service delivered by an individual or team tends to be no better or worse than the service they receive from the organization. The American Society for Quality Control says simply, the frontline providers of service treat customers in much the same way that they, as employees, are treated by their employers. What this is all about, of course, is employee involvement. Philip Caldwell, retired CEO of the Ford Motor Company, puts it this way, the magic of employee involvement is that it allows individuals to discover their own potential and to put that potential to work in creative ways. People develop in themselves pride in workmanship, self-respect, self-reliance, and a heightened sense of responsibility. Leading organizations are finding that a key way to nurture frontline volunteerism is through employee involvement, getting those using the work processes and systems every day involved and making them more effective. Of course, it's just common sense. We all feel a much higher degree of ownership and commitment to ideas and approaches that we help develop. In fact, a large majority of service quality improvement efforts owe much of their success to effective employee involvement. 
an involved workforce not only implements changes more effectively, but also, if properly guided and trained, the workforce makes better improvement decisions. The employees are closer to the process and know from intimate personal experience, not some theory or model, what will work and what won't. The separation of decision makers from those who will make the decision work is a major shortcoming of the traditional organizational approach. Author and management consultant Bob Waterman said, carrying out a decision doesn't start after the decision, it starts with the decision. Figuring out how to get something done is just as important as deciding what to do. So why aren't employees more involved in decision making? Well, Waterman points to one of the reasons. We are so busy grandstanding with crisp decisions that we don't take the time to involve those who have to make the decisions work. Employee involvement works so well in improving service quality because of relevance and ownership. With their experience and training, managers and staff professionals can be a valuable resource to frontline teams. But improvements made by those who are using the process or system every day are far more likely to be practical and relevant. And when they've been involved in making the improvement decisions, employees have a much higher degree of ownership for the service quality standards that they've helped to set. This then moves managers out of their traditional policing role. Teams are rapidly emerging as an effective way to structure and focus employees to improve service quality. The new organizations use such a large and diverse number of teams that we've come to call it the team-based organization. Your organization may not be ready to move all the way to self-directed work teams. Some of the processes and system improvements needed to improve your service quality may not lend themselves to this type of approach. But to break down barriers between departments, manage processes across functions, get people pulling together, make your standards and practices more relevant, and increase ownership for the many improvements and changes needed, you require a number of different teams and lots of teamwork. You will not see significant improvement in your organization's service quality performance without a heavy use of intact, cross-functional, special interest, and coordinating teams. In other words, you need to replace your traditional top-down, segmented organization with a team-based organization that harnesses the volunteerism of everyone who can make contributions to the improvement process. Well, how do you do this? How do you turn your organization upside down? You've heard it said that no one can serve two masters. In a traditional organization with its top-down hierarchy, that means frontline teams are too often focused on serving the boss as their master. High-performing service quality organizations turn their organization chart upside down to keep everyone focused on the only master who counts, the customer who pays the bills. Embedded in this upside-down view of the organization is another variation of the 85-15 rule. Service quality is produced by the organization and delivered by the front line. Everyone beneath the frontline servers needs to understand, and even more importantly, act to serve and support those further up the line. Until frontline individuals and their teams feel served and supported, they cannot serve customers consistently well. Who is serving whom 
in your organization. If you are not happy with your organization's level of service quality, get out that mirror again. The performance level people on the front line deliver is less their fault than yours. Their performance is a reflection of the organizational model or paradigm you and your management team are using. An organization that nurtures volunteerism by team-based employee involvement and is turned upside down to serve the servers or producers obviously looks different from those we've grown up with during the past few decades. Traditional organizational model or paradigm and the new one needed to sustain continuous service quality improvement. Under the traditional model, management is the brains, employees are the hands. Whereas under the new model, the expert in a job is, or at least must become, the person doing the job. Under the traditional model, management directs, plans, and controls daily operations. Whereas under the new model, management supports frontline teams, and they run daily operations. Under the traditional management model, management's job is to solve operational problems. But under the new management model, management ensures teams have the skills, tools, information, and support to solve their own operational problems. And finally, under the traditional management model, crisp decision-making is the mark of a good leader. Whereas under the new management model, building team ownership may slow decision-making, but it dramatically improves implementation. The new organization makes heavy use of numerous teams working together across and up the organization to continuously improve service quality. This team-based approach has profound and far-reaching implications for management roles.